0: And welcome to Buy It's Cover, one marriage's journey through a movie night using only the covers of movies found on streaming services. I'm one of your hosts, Bree.
1: And I'm your other host, Kevin. What's good?
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm making sure that our heads are level so you don't look like you're five. No, I
1: I look like I have a giant head. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Every time we do these video episodes, I just look like... uh, like, something is medically wrong with me.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. Um, so, Kevin, we're back to intro another movie. Uh, you chose this movie. I did. Um,
1: I did. You... I, I don't want to brag. I think it might be the best movie I've ever picked.
0: Uh, I'm going to go with probably not.
1: <laughs> no, it, the, the rule is the more hyped I get about a movie, the worse it's going to be. Um, so I don't know should I say this is going to be awful and then it'll be good like we've had with Hilarious and some other ones
0: right. yeah. I think
1: like didn't we go into Wolf Cop being like oh this is going to be garbage and then we're like this is the best thing we've ever seen.
0: Kevin I think you've already jinxed this movie by saying I don't know I don't know what
1: <laughs> I don't know this movie will be either good or very bad and that's
0: <laughs> there's no in between
1: doesn't that make this the best movie review podcast where it's like (laughs) it could be it's gonna be a movie
0: i mean you know so i'm taking this small business class right now and one of the things that we have to talk about is the whole purpose behind the business which i'm focusing on our podcast among the many other things that we're doing currently creatively and i you know trying to, trying to figure out the this week we had to talk about the why the why are we doing this and i was like okay coming up with reasons why we did this podcast and and my main one was because i love microphones <laughs> dude it's it,
1: it, it, like that would be so frustrating cuz like it's like well why do you do stand up you're like well cuz if i tell my dick jokes at parties <laughs> Like people look at me weird. Okay. Like they don't let you do it. Um, you have to go see HR. I don't know. So like I had to find a job that would let me do this stupid thing. Like I love it. What's your why? I mean, cause I know you got people in there like, I want to deliver affordable, sustainable meals to families from my restaurant. And you're like, Oh, uh, I didn't want to have to go to an office every day. And, uh,
0: I wanted my office to stay in my house.
1: <laughs> I want I wanted to watch movies and uh that was it. So <laughs> I guess I'm a good person? Uh I don't know. This business seems like it's built on success. Um <laughs>
0: It's it's definitely been a really interesting experience that maybe I'll talk about it on Growing Fonder, which if you're not subscribed to Kevin's Patreon, uh, we do an exclusive podcast where we talk about our relationship and um, what's going on in our lives, uh, which we usually touch on a little bit and by its cover. But this uh, Growing Fonder is exclusively yeah. about I'm- what's up.
1: I'm not even sure we've named the movie we're watching yet. Yeah,
0: we haven't. Um, okay. So, uh, Kevin chose a movie called Await the Dawn. Uh, I, If you're watching this, I'm going to pull this up on uh, the screen share. And if not, uh, Kevin is going to explain the title to you. Or the cover.
1: It's the cover. Oh, all right. That's going to be like, it's Await, The, and Dawn. It's uh, Those are three words. Um, it does it well. No, so uh, this cover we've got, uh, I'm assuming, a dawn breaking Oh, um, in the background. It looks like in some sort of forest or wooded area. Um, In the background there is what is clearly the monster, and it actually looks really cool. Um, Like, I I pinched and zoomed a little bit. So I'm assuming it's this creature that's wearing the skin of a victim because i can see eye holes and the mouth and the nose um and it's got another row of teeth underneath it and it's just this great big thing uh it's got long uh nails and hands that are slowly moving forward oh dude did i just am i stupid did i just make this connection as i'm looking at this there's this little girl in the foreground Mm-hmm. that looks out of place compared to everything else. I mean, like, very clearly composite shot. I, you couldn't do this otherwise. Yeah. But, like, it, it looks badly Photoshopped in there. I, sorry. And she's dressed kind of in old-timey clothes. Like, not Victorian, but maybe, like, 1940s or 50s.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Kind of wear. Um. And she's got white pupils. Yeah. Um, she has completely white eyes.
0: Okay, so I don't know if you've noticed this, but the monster that you're describing that looks like it's wearing a victim, I think it's wearing her.
1: Yeah, that's what I was like. Is that the thing I just realized? Is that like, <laughs> is that her? Like, is because, that
0: because the monster is wearing a dress with similar uh, sleeves, cap sleeves, and the, it looks like the face that it's wearing has the long blonde hair, like the little girl.
1: Yeah. Which, dude, I would love that. I don't think we've got... Like, I don't think I can think of too many horror movies where, like, the monster is a little child.
0: Well, I mean... I mean, I can think of horror movies where... our are little monsters. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. Oh, easy there, non-breeder. Like... <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Yeah, dude, Bree, you know, like 90% of our listeners have kids. Um, I
0: know. <laughs>
1: because we have three listeners. And-, <laughs> and they
0: all silently agree with us.
1: <laughs> yeah, they would be like, no, oh, this is accurate. Um, but yeah, I, I, like I'm trying to think because like Children of the Corn, it's not really, the, I mean, like the kids are creepy. Uh, like we have movies where kids will be murderers. We don't ever have them be out and out like cosmic horrors.
0: Yeah, this is definitely going to be uh, interesting in that in that take. Uh, it also says it's a film by Pablo Macho Mes- Masonet the Fourth.
1: Dude, that name! Um, I don't know if he should be a director or if he should be like a, a cigar-chomping jungle explorer. <laughs> I am Pablo Macho Masonet the Fourth. I have come to steal your gold.
0: I just love that. The thought that there's three other people named Pablo Macho Masonet.
1: Yeah, it's a long <laughs> line of Pablo Machos. What if you have to earn the macho middle name? They're like, mm, you don't just get that. You earn that. You have to slay a dragon. And they just haven't been around for a while. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, Kevin, why don't you tell us what you think this movie's going to be about?
1: Oh, okay, uh, delightfully so. So, I think, I think there's going to be something that causes these pe like people to have to be in this house. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess a house uh, with this little girl, and they think they're like going to try to protect her, and then you find out no. No, they're not protecting her. She's she's hunting them, she's stalking them, and then like they just they know that they have to survive until dawn while she stalks them throughout this. I'm imagining old abandoned mansion and grounds. Interesting.
0: Well, I think that uh, she kind of looks like she's wearing a party dress, and I'm wondering if she's going to be at a party with with her family and friends, and. I think you're right. I think she's going to be a stalking killer. Like they're all trying to keep keep her safe, and she's the one that's.
1: Yeah. So you want Murder Clue, like more Murder Clue, Monster Clue,
0: <laughs> Monster Clue. Uh, do you think she's going to be possessed by a demon?
1: Yeah, it, it, I something. I don't. i want to bet this movie doesn't name it. I, I just. I hope it doesn't name it. Just like yeah, no, it's it's a thing. Um, I don't know. I I do love that there's like this movie already gives you the rules a little bit. Like obviously, await the dawn. It like makes me think like you have to wait till sunrise. And mm. I, I, like those are always interesting. I always love when horror movies have like set rules where you're like. So she's more dangerous during daylight savings time. Like <laughs> that doesn't seem that doesn't seem fair that a monster has a calendar. <laughs> why aren't these
0: um, why aren't all these monsters up in like why don't they migrate to alaska
1: yeah well it's, it's like friday the 13th movies i'm like just fucking stay away from camp crystal lake for one day you have one day you know about it in advance for forever like just don't go there
0: if it's halloween lock your doors yeah
1: friday that's thirteenth. them <laughs> Thursday the 12th, you're fine. Saturday the 14th, you're still good. One day. That's one day. And they're like, no, it's such, it's so picturesque. We have to stay there. Yeah. Halloween. It's one day. You just don't have to. Like, the only difference is, is that like Michael Myers, you know, moves around a little yeah. bit. You know, but it's yeah. it's like. You know, it's just it again, just, just don't, don't be just don't do it. Don't
0: be near Laurie Strode. Like. You know?
1: <laughs> you see a pot of gold think hey maybe this is a murder leprechaun i don't know i've never met a leprechaun but maybe i don't take the pot of gold
0: (laughs) so this this is something that i've found we are really good at it is or that i've noticed in a trend of the movies we pick we tend to lean towards horror movies and i think that horror movies in general have better more intriguing covers than than non-horror movies what do you think
1: Yeah, well, I think horror movies have to sell you with their cover more than other movies. Like, I mean, this is an unofficial theory that you just sprung on me, so, like, I don't have my TED Talk (laughs) cracked. But, like, I do also have a slideshow ready to go on this subject. (laughs) No, I think that's that's very true. Horror movies, I think, have to have a cover to, like, get your interest because uh, otherwise, why would you pick a... Like, why would you pick a horror movie comparatively speaking to anything else? Like they're not built on personalities in a way in the same way they're built on i mean like they are i'm going to evoke an emotion i'm not picking up a horror movie because i think i'm going to see an amazing performance i'm not like oh fucking meryl streep is playing michael (laughs) myers hell yeah (laughs) let's see that i'm gonna see some real depth and nuance to this i'm like no i gotta i want to know what i'm going to get with this movie and especially since Horror um, is its own genre, but like it has so many subgenres, and you have to try to communicate that.
0: Your favorite horror genre is uh, uh, horror comedy.
1: A horror comedy, yeah. So you gotta have a movie that communicates some of that. Um, but it, I mean, it's like because there's people that don't like certain subgenres of horror. Like I have friends that like I like slasher movies, but I don't like monster movies, um, mm-hmm. or I like cosmic horror, which you know it's tough to find a good cosmic horror, but.
0: For you, you know yes
1: yeah it is but it's like or i want like you know cuz how do you advertise like i'm thinking of some of the big like artsy horror movies in the last couple of years like midsummer has a terrible cover
0: oh for sure it,
1: like it's a garbage cover for what that movie is yeah um and i'm like yeah i think that might have hurt it a little bit the witch very moody like this i'm looking at it i'm seeing the await the dawn in the kind of evil dead -hmm. Font, I'm like I don't know. Like, there's something about it. The only thing that gives me pause is one the bad Photoshop, yeah, of the little girl, and then um, the colors seem a little weird.
0: It reminds me of uh, what Poltergeist. It reminds me of that feel of Poltergeist.
1: Um, It has definitely an exorcist Poltergeist feel coloration of that. Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe it's because I have such uh, I have such I've been hurt so much by the neon dead, um, right. That I, am like, I don't trust the color scheme or the aesthetics <laughs> of like the cover to tell me what the movie is going to be.
0: Um, so <laughs> Violated if this, our trust. Dude,
1: this girl's going to show up and she's going to be wearing like fucking, uh, like my little pony <laughs> stuff. It's going to be somehow set in like 2090, you know, it's going to be a <laughs> cyberpunk movie. <laughs> And like this movie is just going to be about like, oh, the sun burned out. And now we have to await the dawn on this cold, dark new world where there's no sun. You're like, fucking thanks, movie. Yeah. What's the monster? And they're like, oh, well, that was just a metaphor. We don't have to put... Neon Dead told us we don't have to put the monster on the cover in the movie. So. Or worst
0: part, worst
1: part, this is a dream sequence. Oh, I would where they're like that's the only scary part is this one drink. Oh, I hate movies that do that. <laughs> oh, oh god. I'm just got I I don't even I can't even think of a movie that does it, but I'm just filled with rage at movies that do that.
0: <laughs> that's valid.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Is there anything else you want to say about this cover?
1: Uh I want this to be really good. I do. I don't know why. Also, there, there's part of me that um, is going flashing back to Lord of the Rings. Isn't this a line in like two towers? Await the dawn on the second day or the third day or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Where Gandalf so- is a <laughs> yeah. rise up to the top of the ridge and it just shoots out his light.
1: Yeah, I just... i there. There's, like, a scene where, oh, God, this little girl's a demon. And then all of a sudden, like, in the movie, Ian McKellen shows up. And <laughs> it's like, oh, you waited the dawn. And then they just ride her down with horses. <laughs> I want to see a demon get horse kicked. It was real bad. I just... <laughs>
0: kick the demon out of the child and the child yeah like, why does my chest hurt
1: <laughs> yeah. okay and i was like I ain't, got, I ain't got time for exorcism bullshit kick
0: the <laughs> demon's the ass it'd be even better if it came from a donkey oh my god i want
1: <laughs> I why is there not a movie where a priest has to like kung fu fight a demon for exercise like to exercise? the person the think training, about that
0: the training montage is like him learning kung fu and being able to do the lat. yeah rights. oh
1: you give him brass knuckles that are just a cross on each <laughs> fist it just just box in the shit out of a demon i would watch that so hard
0: oh my gosh that would be amazing and he's wearing oh. like the stole or whatever those things are oh. called but then he's shirtless
1: I've already written this. Okay, he he used to be a mob hitman. Okay. That, like, one day a hit goes wrong. He's gut shot. He, like, stumbles into this monastery. And they're like, peace be with you, brother. And they mend him back to health. And he's trying to, like, amend for his ways. Yeah. But then, like, a demon possesses one of the clergymen. And he's like, gotta go back to it. And he, like opens up his bible and there's like twin Colt 45's that he's hollowed out in the bible and he's like I'm gonna kick ass and praise Jesus and he just two guns just shooting through the church and finally like the father or I don't know what monks are the head monk is like... You'd have
0: to do some religious research. The other stuff is not. I'm hecka
1: Satan. Like, I'm mega Satan, Osama bin Laden Hitler, all mixed (laughs) into one. And he's like, this is a job for the Holy Ghost and I'm gonna beat him into you. And then just slips on those brass knuckles and just, oh, just punches like heavy metal starts playing. Oh, dude, I would watch that movie. I will write that movie, direct it, star in it. I will go Marvel body transformation for this movie and it's gonna be bad because i got a, i will have a lot of loose skin i will look like a <laughs> flying squirrel with pecs
0: um so we're not we're not budgeting in skin surgery no, for you dude,
1: no and also like it, it never works all the way there is always like a slight tit flap <laughs> so like those those shirtless scenes are just gonna like i'm gonna be swinging and then Tommy, the little Tommy tit Tommy flaps and- are just gonna be Stop. juggling <laughs> and i i'm and i'm going to fight i don't know i don't know who would i cast as the the head villain
0: i i don't know this is your show i don't,
1: Steven Seagal i'm going to fucking cast Steven Seagal he'll do it <laughs> i know he's got a rule in his movies where he doesn't get beat up but i'll just like trick him
0: i'll just <laughs> no. like oh no
1: you totally win this fight and then like we'll do a bad like deep fake
0: <laughs> and do a crappy edit job yeah dog. where
1: like it clearly is you in the scene where he loses <laughs>
0: With the blue hair and everything. Yeah,
1: I just, uh, it is, like, I'm not even going to deep fake it. I'm just going to, like, put a Steven Seagal mask on you. <laughs> and then I'm just, like, punching. Yeah, it's going to be, this movie, Uh, it's it's going to be my magnum opus.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I've decided I'm going to make an entire Hollywood career to make Punch Priest a film.
0: Punch Priest. Okay. Yeah, pun-
1: Punch Priest or Punch Monk.
0: Let's... Let's workshop Pun- that title. P-
1: Punch Monk Love.
0: <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that, honey.
1: All right, uh, can we go watch Punch Monk Love instead of Await the Dawn?
0: No, you got us into this. Okay, we get to finish this.
1: I want, I kind of want to watch Punch Monk Love.
0: Well, you have to make it first. We talked okay. about this. Well, I'm gonna go
1: do some sit ups <laughs> just in case.
0: Okay. Well, why don't you do that and also let's go watch a movie?
1: Okay. Okay. And we are back, having watched uh, "Await the Dawn." I even changed locations. I ended up somehow back in my house. It's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> How great is it that you're downstairs from me right now? And we're well, over... I love
1: it. I have snacks. Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't have snacks.
1: Yeah. So. We watched Await the Dawn, um, and I hope y'all were awaiting our review of this movie.
0: I certainly was not.
1: <laughs> I was uh, awaiting for this movie to get good.
0: I, but I have to say real quick because, you know, obviously we record prior to the release of the actual episode, but this episode is going to be released on my birthday.
1: It is going to be released on your birthday. So happy birthday! To you, yeah. Uh, which, if we would have known this was going to be your birthday movie, we might have I chosen would've...
0: differently. No.
1: Okay. Await <laughs> we'll the dawn. Let's not let's not color people's perceptions uh, too much. See if we can summarize this. So, a family uh, that is taking their, I'm going to say, middle aged daughter. No,
0: she's clearly in her like mid twenties,
1: late twenties, early thirties. Anyways, their daughter, who is going through unspecified drug withdrawals, they're mm-hmm. on a family road trip in an RV. They pick up a man uh, that is...
0: Well, they like, don't pick well, him up.
1: He, he kind of kidnaps them. Um,
0: he's a stowaway, and, he, and then he holds them yeah, a gunpipe.
1: And he's afraid of this thing, and he's demanding that they drive. And then they come across this little girl who is more than she seems.
0: She's and not some innocent little girl waiting for no. her Catholic communion.
1: And that's why I have maintained this policy. Anytime I see a person stranded on the road, just pass on by. Pass on by. They could be sometimes a demon. <laughs> uh, we find out that she's some extra dimensional being masquerading as a little girl who happens to be the man that abducted them, the family's dead daughter, Uh, because he was conducting some experiments to try to pierce the veil to the other side. And that little demon girl is trying to bring over more creatures like hers. And what happens is the family really works through their family issues with murder. Did I summarize this movie pretty good? Pretty good. Air high-five. Boom. Yeah, done.
0: <laughs> he high-fived himself. He didn't did. fake high. I high-fiving. don't even need you. <laughs> I don't
1: even need you. I got this show on lock.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So I have a quick trivia question for you. Do you know who the mother was in this movie? Oh, uh. So no. do you know what movie she came from that you absolutely love? No, I don't. Don't even want to guess? I don't even.
1: I, I, what movie do I absolutely love?
0: She was the. This movie
1: made me doubt if I do like movies.
0: <laughs> she was the um, crazy girlfriend in The Frighteners.
1: Really?
0: Yeah. Huh. And how the mighty have fallen. She was the only person I recognized in the cast.
1: Yeah, this, uh, so how do we want to get in the the so good, the bad, and the ugly with this I, movie? How do we want to start with that?
0: I guess we should start with the fact that, uh, yes, the little girl is not a good entity. <laughs> she yeah. was not possessed uh, because she was a wholly created. Uh, yeah,
1: they describe it as wearing a shell. Uh, to look like another person. And the entire premise of this movie is the guy keeping her away from what looks like a cobbled together prop made of a Coleman lantern that supposedly projects a field that could either send her back to her home dimension or pull other things over. What the thing was supposed to do was allow if it resonated with a special frequency To connect sync your brain with the object of a dead person, Mm -hmm. and it would allow you to see the dead
0: and interact with them. He was doing that all because he lost his wife
1: and his Um, daughter, but it was weird that he's like, I want to only just talk to my wife right now.
0: And. The so they see they do a flashback of the science-y stuff with him and mm-hmm. three other people. But two of the guys that he worked with, their last one's last name was Cronin and the other's last name was Berg. And I just about died because for those of you that are not like body horror people, uh David Cronenberg is he did the fly, didn't he?
1: Oh, he's done a lot, but yeah, the fly is one that people and, would know.
0: But he does gross Body horror stuff. Yeah, and his son uh, has traveled in that vein as well. I don't Tra- remember his name. Travel.
1: Yet. He's journeyed on the road of body horror. His body is a roadmap of pain.
0: Yeah. Just oh, for that was good. Yeah. That was good. Um, but Just if
1: you wonder the quote, I shout at Bree at least once a week yeah every time every time my, i wake up and my neck hurts and i can't look left i'm just like my body is a roadmap of pain <laughs> yeah
0: so anyways uh this is nothing to do with the way to dawn but uh go watch the frighteners with michael j yeah. fox yeah. it's amazing <laughs>
1: it is it's a better horror comedy so okay so this one though i will give it some credit Uh, does have some decent looking like monster effect kill stuff. It also, like doing that in the dark is smart. There's a moment where there's probably the dumbest plot point um, in this movie is that they then find out not only is this, this girl is super strong. She can possess people, but she like, if you distract her by shooting her once she depossesses people.
0: It's like she Um, has to keep eye contact with people is that scene or something? Well she has to
1: lock eyes with them, and then she doesn't have to see him but she has to be like looking in their general direction it's very yes. weird uh, it, like this movie kind of makes up some rules and doesn't doesn't have some f- follow through she's super fast all these things can't be hurt but then you find out that uh, they at one point realize uh, so the drug addict girl gets possessed and she breaks free of it because the monster gets shot mm-hmm. and she's like I saw in her mind and the sun hurts her so you find out that the sun, what cancer... Sun,
0: S-U-N, yeah. not the S-O-N. Sun,
1: yeah, that uh, what, there she says, what happens to us in a lifetime under the sun will happen to her in minutes. Uh, if she, so she's going to get like mega cancer. But the thing is, I also was like, well, but fucking moonlight is just reflected sun. Like sh- shut, Like, shut up.
0: Yeah, but you're not going to get a sunburn at night.
1: Well, yeah, but I'm also not going to get, like, skin cancer in two minutes in this outdoors. Right. And, uh, but then, like, so they do this. This is how they kill the monsters. Like, they trick her into not being good with time.
0: Do they await the dawn?
1: Yeah, they await the dawn. He, the guy even says that line. Too. He does. He's like, we have to await the dawn. It's like, that's well, not how you would say that.
0: Nobody would say it that way. We need to wait for dawn.
1: Yeah, we need to wait for dawn or we like, hey, when the sun comes up, we chill. Yeah, um, but it just, it uh, I, I don't know. They, they await the dawn and, uh, there is no indication that any sort of skin cancer is happening to the monster. There's no like visual cue cue that you see it, but it is very clearly either the little girl actress or they got another very small framed person in it to like, just have this badly because it's again now bright light, like right. paper mache on like, uh, special effects on monster he- head and yes. just trying to run away and it does not look great it's a,
0: yeah the the darkness really did help with the special effects
1: yeah it, well I mean it always and so does it would yeah. yeah like that's one of the things horror movies why they like it uh, you know it's what makes horror movies that any I'm trying to think like when was a good horror movie that was set in bright light like midsummer
0: was that a good horror movie we know my I
1: mean, feelings on that movie it, it was I enjoyed it but like yeah, as I'm, I'm like, there's just not a ton of horror movies that are set in like bright light for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I think also... zombie movies you could, you could do. yeah, in bright yeah, light I can yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, it's just it's a uh, it it, it doesn't kind of doesn't work. It, the movie doesn't follow its own established rules really.
0: Right, because it kind of so... makes them up it's not it's so there's it's not just family in this rv yeah. uh they this uh daughter's best friend is there and uh they have a doctor that's supposed to be helping take her with her withdrawals to this like i assume it's some sort of like retreat or
1: yeah so it, it doesn't make sense why are they taking an rv to a as a family trip to go to a rehab center.
0: I mean, it's supposed to be supportive of her. Know, and but getting... it's so
1: weird. It, like,
0: <laughs> well, I mean, like, I... why is
1: this a cross country road trip? There's no, there's no sense to it.
0: it. It, I mean, it gets everybody in a small space.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: But I guess. there's a, uh, love connection between the sit, the brother and, slash son and uh, the sister's best friend. And it's so uh, tumultuous and just well we were a summer fling but actually I was in love with you and then you were in love with me. And then the best friend gets possessed by by Maggie the, the extraterrestrial entity from the dead space or whatever. And but, and then they kill her. But you find out later you could shake off the possession, so they killed the best friend for no reason.
1: Yeah, they gut shot her, and the, but the the guy that loves her has to kill her, and like he handles it very well, cause like at one point he's like for ten seconds he's emotionally paralyzed. And then, like, later he meets a lady that just watched her husband get murdered. And he's like, Well, I've had a bad day too. <laughs> like, Jesus.
0: Okay. But let's talk about that husband's murder real quick because she, first of all, the wife's a dumbass for running after him. Like, I'm sorry. I would get in the car, drive my ass away, and go get authorities at that point. I'm sorry, honey. Like, I know I'm not fast enough oh, to catch that.
1: <laughs> you've also made it very clear you would abandon me in most horrors. It's like, like, this is why when I pump gas, I take the keys with me because I'm just like, if the gas station lights flicker once, you're gone.
0: You're gone. I just
1: like, this is why we don't have a Prius. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> so, um, but she's like running after her, her, trying to get to her husband out in these like bushes and the entity Maggie. And she sees her husband off in the distance. So so but he's just standing there. He's just still. And she goes running towards him. And as she gets closer, his the top of his skull has been like hacked off. And Maggie's sitting there, like drinking out his brains.
1: Yeah, just having a little brain shake.
0: Yeah. It was gross. And it was well done. done. <laughs> There's
1: also when she kills the like the first person to die is the therapist and by getting his eyes gouged and I'm like well done good job, um, this okay can we talk I don't I don't want to ever talk bad about a kid following her dreams but the child actor that they chose to like rest the majority of this movie on her shoulders,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not the best choice you can make. No, um, I don't want to predict, but if you told me that this movie was like. Um, you know how Rebecca Black, when she did, uh, Friday, Friday. it turned out that it was like, it was one of those things where if you paid a certain amount of money, they'd produce a music video for your kid. And it was like a vanity project. Uh If you told me this movie was that little girl's vanity project, like a (laughs) gift from a dad that was like, just trying to like, he's like, I know your mom and I got divorced, but this will make you love me the most. Right. (laughs) I'm writing a whole backstory for this kid uh, and her film career. I would not be surprised because um, I this movie cannot decide if they want her to play innocent worldly or creepy and so they just mush them all together and so she's just inconsistent and then she just like they're weird lines to have anyone deliver let alone like a child actor that might not have the the chops for it yeah I hope she gets more roles and gets to, like, work on that. But, like, it just – it does not work. Because at no point – this is supposed to be this extraterrestrial entity that possesses the knowledge of uh, this dead girl. And she never feels malicious or threatening. She just feels annoying. Like, they'll just have her come in and she'll drop sayings that, like, they're not things people say still in 2020 or the 2010s because she's like winner winner chicken dinner i'm like that's what my fucking grandma says like what not to got real angry at that i didn't realize i was I felt i was like but who says that Who's like winner winner chicken dinner and it's she's not even saying it appropriately in the context she like just pops a guy's head like a grape and she's like winner winner chicken dinner <laughs> or, run, run, little rabbit. And it's like, they're back in the RV. Nobody can hear you. Who are you talking to? Who are
0: you, you saying You annoying to? little child. <laughs> to be fair, you don't really enjoy children in this kind of I, I don't. setting Anyway, This, this could have worked.
1: This could have worked. Like, when I first... Like, again, and they did the really creepy thing. So they have this, like, beginning scene where she's at a bar and she possesses a guy and forces him to kill himself. While another guy watches any other actor, like if she would have played it, this is what's so weird is they, they had her play like coquettish a -hmm. little bit like flirtatious, which I was like, no, don't that's a child actor. Don't ever do that.
0: Super creepy.
1: Yeah. Like stop doing that. That's a bad trope. They had her play like innocent and then they had her play like malicious and they just mixed the three around and I was like, it's so inconsistent with yeah. what I'm... Like, this character doesn't leave me guessing. This character just leaves me feeling con- confused. confused from the script point of view. Like... Right. It, like, if they would have been, like, a creepy little kid, then fine. If she would have played innocent, it would have been fine. D- can we also just get, get rid of the, the flirty one? Like, why is that even a, a character type? It shouldn't be. Yeah, like, have your evil demon not think they can be slutty
0: um <laughs> especially since like you come from a, a not even an alternate alternate dimension it's like the dimension of the dead but then there's also yeah it's really i mean there's clearly yeah. they just wanted to be very like smushy with it so well, they, they could did, get away with a and, lot of stuff
1: and they didn't they never established if she's a demon if she's this other thing so it's like why are you trying to have it fit one of these stereotypes for what a demon's supposed to be? Cuz I mean right. that's really what it felt like is it was like, "Oh, here's a chunk of this, here's a chunk of this, here's a chunk of this. Mix it up. What do we get?" And you're like, "It it gets it gets muddled."
0: Not real quick.
1: Scoop. It yeah, it's yeah, it'd be like if you're like, "Oh, I like Reese's peanut butter cups. I also like cupcakes, and I also like tuna fish sandwiches." So if I put all those together, it's going to be tasty, right? And you're like no. 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 I,
0: have pe-
1: I have peanut butter fish. Does that sound smart? Does that sound like a good thing? Do you want a peanut butter fish?
0: <laughs> Gross cat. <Gavin. laughs> um, it is the same
1: with like doing the stupid ah, I'm getting angry. It's like doing the sci-fi element of this where like she's from another dimension. It's like the fucking either say it's from hell or or like right. we don't know. Like don't try to do this weird middle road of Lovecraft and magic and not and
0: Yeah. Don't If you're gonna sci-fi it, sci-fi it. Don't science it and then magic it and then also demon it. I mean,
1: yeah, it's just it's it's all over the place where it's just like, well, we have to patch in why this doesn't work. Um, Now, good things. I actually liked the lead actor in this. Oh, Howard? No, the drug addict girl.
0: Oh, yeah. She did fine. So her name was Jane.
1: Yes. Okay. Oh diary of jane addicted anyways last dance to mary jane um anyways I, I i thought it was fine i uh i didn't understand the geometry of the rv that they're in because it has seemed to have the world's largest master bathroom in it
0: yeah but uh, you also too. thought it was just all bathroom back there yeah, it the curtain. like
1: it was all bathroom
0: but there Did was you? very much a bedroom that she goes and like pukes and shit in in the bedroom.
1: Yeah, it's just open toilet is what it felt like. Uh, Open (laughs) toilet with a bed, which now seeing that it's an RV, I've like, I've proposed this idea to you. Can we get open toilet bathroom bed? Um, so i you're, can just
0: you're grossing me out just put it stop. Uh,
1: put a shower in there too just rubber think, sheets it
0: you think that this is funny and it just is it is i am out.
1: loving it well, gross, <laughs> um,
0: gross gross
1: 50 percent of the hosts on this show approve this message <laughs> uh but it, it she does good uh except for when she gets possessed like okay and this is where this movie tries to rip off evil dead and it does a bad job because again it wants these demons to be cruel but we don't know enough about these characters to actually care about like right. cuz like one of the things in the evil dead ones is they're like mean and they're not like the little girl in exorcist where they're like your mother sucks cock in hell or something like that. Yeah. They like they're these things are like tauntingly cruel. They're like little kid bully demons. Mm-hmm. Um and they can't pull it off cuz none of these characters do we have a reason to care. Like there's one point where we find out the dad or the father figure in this is actually the stepdad yes and then the movie decides to introduce that actually that's a he's been with her for 16 years but it's a tempestuous relationship and the kids don't really accept him or at least jane doesn't accept him right but if she's in her early 20s it's like that guy like guy's been her dad most of her life right Um, you know or if she's like even in her late 20s like, well
0: and you find out that her real dad that yeah. or her i'm sorry her biological father that left was also an addict
1: yeah and that's it too is because they make it sound like i'm like why does she have this like connection to dad because she blames her mom for dad leaving yeah. and it's like dude that's really messed up that you like you know your dad's an addict and you're gonna blame that on your mom like it, but this movie doesn't it doesn't choose to tell us any of this with any dialogue. And then it just comes up when it's important to the plot. Yeah. And so then you're left with like, I'm trying to establish a timeline for this, these characters. I'm trying to figure out what their dynamic is. Like there's at no point are we ever told why the mom and the daughter have conflict.
0: I mean, other than the fact that she married stepdad.
1: Yeah. But even then they don't really establish that until they have their fight about it. Right. It it just, it like there's, there was, but they go to all this effort to share, do this uh, relationship between the brother and the best friend. You're going to spend all that time telling me about that. I mean, like, it's like three scenes.
0: Yeah. And um, then she gets killed. And, and she <laughs> dies. And it ends
1: up not being an important relationship.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, like, the brother dies, too. He has the weirdest line interaction where he, like, he tries to sprint to the car to run away. Neat. And they're like, why isn't he leaving and uh they find out the little girls maggie is in the car with him and he's like was i close to making it and she's like no, as close as anyone
0: that's not what he said he i did pretty sure he said was uh did i or even did i ever a, have
1: a chance did i
0: ever have a chance which actually i kind of enjoyed like he he just looks defeated and and you're going, uh, what's he? Who is he talking to? Yeah. And then the little girl pops up, and there's splat blood everywhere in the car.
1: Which again, like she actually acts that scene well. Like, yeah, she could have, if you would have had her doing that, where it's like this playful cat and mouse thing. But it's a little girl. I've been fine, but they keep trying to change how she's doing scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the problem in that movie. There's just a lot of problems in this movie. Um,
0: so, Kevin. Yes. Uh I don't remember what I had for a snack during this movie.
1: Oh man, we totally <laughs> blanked on snackage in this movie. Okay. I had I told you this. Pittsburgh has a couple really good chicken places. I had mm-hmm. I had Hooks Chicken in Pittsburgh.
0: Like the movie with Robin Williams.
1: They also have fish and chips, yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah, it I had Hooks chicken tenders and uh they like fresh make german chocolate cake there that's somehow suspiciously good
0: i don't prefer german chocolate cake you
1: would i don't either but this is legit like my good good goodness
0: so um one of the things about this movie is neither of us really enjoyed watching it and so it's actually taken us quite a while to record the the second half of this
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this very rarely happens. Um but every so, once in a while we're just like
0: cuz this it, movie I, is so bad that we don't even really want to talk about it. <laughs> well that's the thing like I hate
1: going into a movie and just being like I'm going to objectively like be mean right. to it. Um because every movie has some redeeming feature the, usually these are things that people love or they care about but I'm like this movie is such a like I don't know it, it's one of those things where well, I
0: so it. this movie actually has won some awards.
1: Yeah, but is it like kind of when you submit for something that nobody else t- submitted for? So, you so did good? It's,
0: it was a finalist at the Hollywood Horror Fest in 2020. It won Best Horror Feature at the Pasadena Horror Film Festival and received two nominations for Best Cinematography and Best Supporting Actress, which of course was Dee Wallace from The Frighteners. Um, it's also won... Um, Best horror, best director, best editing, best actress in a motion picture, Hannah Strasser, who was um, Jane. No, she wasn't. She wasn't Jane.
1: Was she Maggie? Uh,
0: no. Um,
1: yeah. This totally smacks like they shopped this everywhere, though. Like they sent it to. Oh, festival.
0: yeah. It was Maggie. Yeah. Because she her IMDB says Hannah Grace, but it also says Hannah Strasser. Um, so yeah, it's one a bunch of stuff. Similar
1: But that's like you they you sent it in. They sent it into a bunch of places. Yeah. But this is like again, this is the
0: so knowing
1: that makes me feel like they it's totally was somebody's like vanity project that they were like we're trying to build something for someone.
0: Well, I have to say that I think this movie was better than the Neon Dead
1: yeah i i mean but i will say this movie didn't feel like an amateur effort this is what my problem with it was is um there are some movies that are so bad they're entertaining yes um and you can find some joy this is just so remarkably i don't want to say average because it's not an average movie it's a it's a subpar experience but there's nothing in it that I would say is so egregious that it dips into being funny, or it dips into being right. like this is charming or cute, mm-hmm. uh, or like it just makes me enjoy it. But there's nothing so good in it that I, I, uh, I would like recommend it for it. I, this movie is like this perfect non-entity. Yes. of a movie to me. Um,
0: Which I think is one of the reasons why it took us so long to record this second half is because <laughs> there wasn't really anything in, in it that sparked either great like or dislike for me. It was just kind of
1: yeah.
0: forgetful.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was one of those things where, Like I'm like I can't even, like this, this movie is such a mishmash of ideas, such a smushing together of thoughts that I'm like, I don't know. I, the, none of them are developed enough for me to be like you committed to a choice and I want to talk about it. Yeah, I just kind of want to be like, ah, I guess that's how I spent 90 minutes. Um, yeah. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I didn't, I just kind of felt like, okay, cool. That's how I spent my 90 minutes. This was, uh, this was, this was bad vanilla ice cream.
0: That's a good way to put it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Where you're just like, oh, I. I guess I could throw some sprinkles on this, but like really, I'm just eating this because I want ice cream, and this is—it's—it's <laughs> it's filling a spot. It's yeah. not—it's not what you wanted. It's not—you know—you're not, you know, not going to tell anyone about this.
0: I mean, we did because we—we we we, we have to—we to. we, we are committed. <laughs>
1: how would you change the cover on this?
0: Um. Uh, I think that I would do. I I don't think I would hide the little girl part. I or I would hide the little girl part. I think I would do the full-on monster face, mm-hmm. um, backlit like like it is, and then have the RV like riding across the bottom on the rows or on a road superimposed. Um, but focus on the monster, and then that way. Um, because we don't actually see the girl as the monster until way later, yeah. And so to to have that disconnect, I mean, we already knew there was something going on with the little girl. Like we already knew you know it in the first yeah two minutes, yeah. But we knew even more because of the cover shot. Yeah. Whereas I think if you would have taken out the little girl part, that that actually um, would have made the movie almost more suspenseful because you'd be like, wait, how does she go from this little girl to this monster?
1: Yeah. I think if I was redoing this cover, I I mean, I like that uh, as a change. If I was redoing this cover, I would actually just have her kind of uh, standing dead center in the thing in between the headlights of the RV. Mm -hmm. Like they were casting with her facing the RV. So we just see her by the from the back.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you could even, if you really wanted to do an extra nod, you could have one of her hands behind her back and have it be like a monster hand.
0: Ooh. Uh,
1: but just like, because I thought that was one of the more interesting things. Because at one part, part in the movie, she lays down in the middle of the road to play chicken,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or not to play chicken, but to like. Fake dead. Like, her. She needs. Yeah, show me that I, shot. Yeah. Um, and I, you maybe you can see into the RV them. Um, I, like I, I think there are certain things in this movie that I just more than anything I'm like cut cut for the sake of brevity so you can expand on other parts of this movie the daughter being a drug addict actually doesn't need to exist in this movie because it doesn't Mm-mm. play a part in in it other than why there's a therapist which is just someone to kill make yeah. it an uncle character that's kind of annoying yeah, um, or something like it's a family trip like you can still have all the dysfunctional family stuff that's supposed to make the heart of this movie that you didn't have to spend 10 minutes building up to the drug addiction thing right because um, that again, like I'm like this. The, I feel like they watched the Evil Dead remake and were like, well, she's a drug addict in that, and it's a great metaphor for demon possession or demonic possession. We'll bring that into this movie, and then they never did it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, cut out okay, if we're talking about stuff to cut out in the movie, there is the start of this movie where they do an incredibly racist joke and mm-hmm. like about uh, Mexican people. And one, those people never get comeuppance two the only like counter to that is the guy that points out like hey your boss is actually Mexican and he's like what Josie and he's like you mean Jose yeah and I'm like that's
0: I did not like that there's
1: no consequence to it there's no reason why that scene like why is that in there yeah it's not funny Um, you know and I'm like yeah, you just can't have that stuff in a modern movie and be like, this will be fine. Everyone will get the humor of it. I was like, no, I don't. It's it's crappy race-based humor that you're not pointing out as bad or like... Yeah, they didn't get murdered. Yeah, you're not giving that character any consequence for that behavior other than he's like, yeah, your boss is that group you were making fun of. It was just weird. Um,
0: Unnecessary.
1: Yeah, it, and also like you have other stuff you need to explain in this movie you know what happened to the other scientists uh you know the the they mention that maggie's people are dying and you're like well does that make her do you have any moment where that makes her sympathetic do you develop that why why does she choose to take the dead girl's appearance when at the end of the movie you find out that like another one comes through and takes the appearance of a dead cop Mm-hmm. Um at the fu- at the funeral when the lady's buried. Uh, or the guy or yeah, when the husband's being buried. Yeah. He, anyways, but it's like, why didn't Maggie come through as the mom then? Yeah, right. Like what where does some of this stuff happen? Actually, that's a really great point. We never see the point where Maggie comes through. Mm-mm. And so it's like, why is she this little girl? Uh um, yeah. so this movie chooses. Well, it's to because waste of the time. stuffy.
0: There's a stuffed animal at one point right and that's like, like the object that pulled her through
1: right because it's not always the object that you wanted to but what's that stuffed animal in the room yeah. when he was uh, like talking to his wife you know so again like this movie has some stuff that i'm like or was it he took i the just item assumed
0: to, it was a separate time
1: yeah yeah but again like you're having to assume that why wouldn't we know that or see that yeah why wouldn't he even mention it but instead we're going to spend time on this drugs uh, addiction plot line that actually doesn't happen, doesn't oh. really matter. They have a scene where like uh, Steve, is it Steven? The stepdad?
0: Oh yeah, Steven. Yeah.
1: He gets his leg broken and then is immediately fine. He gets <laughs> he his leg walk. broken, he gets possessed, and then like during the possession he reset it and it was fine? I don't know. Um, it's, I just, again. So Kevin. Bad vanilla ice cream.
0: Knowing that thought, would you recommend that anybody watch No, no,
1: no, you you know, sorry. I don't mean to be angry at you.
0: (laughs) I know you're not. I'm
1: angry at cinema. Um, Cinema. (laughs) You know, and again, like this is one of those things. Do you ever get this point where when we watch these movies and they don't turn out the way we want, where you're like, do I have a right to critique this since I'm not making them? And then I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I do. You don't get to uh, like. I'm not a chef, but you don't get to serve me dog shit at a restaurant and be like, "Well, you're not a chef. You better eat it. Eat it now. Eat it. Eat."
0: Well, that was a very vivid uh, mental image that you provided. <clears throat> you that are
1: welcome for that metaphor. I do
0: not appreciate.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm just knocking him out of the park today.
0: I do not recommend watching this movie either. In case, yeah. In what case metaphor you... would
1: you use for it?
0: I. I wouldn't. I just would not waste my time even thinking about one. <laughs>
1: It's it's like if somebody, you're at a bar and they're like, hey, I got you a drink. And you're like, oh, thanks. And you find out it's like tequila mixed with mayonnaise. And you're like,
0: isn't that called a duck fart?
1: N- no, no, that's not a duck fart. People actually drink duck farts. Uh, I'm pretty sure tequila and mayonnaise is called like a cement mixer or something because the mayo curdles or something. That
0: sounds disgusting.
1: But like, uh, yeah, where you're just like, no, I don't want this. This is garbage. Like, this isn't good. And you're like, well, you're not a bartender. You wouldn't know.
0: Did you just want me to... Okay, it's called... A tape or... tapeworm, tapeworm shot. Worm.
1: Tapeworm shot. Yeah. I would rather get a tapeworm than take that shot.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I... So I'm pretty bummed that this was the movie that this is your
1: birthday movie gosh this is for my birthday why would you review? do this to me on your birthday
0: <laughs> this this timing was poor on this but um Kevin, where can we find you on social media
1: hey y'all you can find me at at cabin underscore egg c-a-v-i-n underscore e-g-g on everything from twitter instagram and tiktok uh You can find me at Kevin Eggleston on Facebook and you can find me at my website, which is Kevin which has got all my show dates, all that fun stuff. Bree, where can we find you? If we want to see what you're up to.
0: So you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Bree, B R E E underscore egg E G G. And you can find us, uh, at by its cover pod on Twitter and Instagram by its cover podcast on YouTube and Facebook. Um, and thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you have a movie that you want us to check out the cover, please send it to us. Oh, on my Lord. Any please. of the social medias.
1: We have not done well since Hilarious.
0: <laughs> Which was only like one episode ago. <laughs> we don't
1: know how many we watch and throw in the bucket because we're just like, no, we can't do this.
0: I think we've only thrown out like three or four intros before.
1: Yeah. Gerald's game was the one that really stuck out to me. Yeah, that still comes back to haunt us. All right. (laughs) All right. Find us, send us a movie, have good times.
0: Thanks for listening.
1: Bye.